0: not deserve to leave money on the table we are working too hard we deserve to get every single drop of money every single coin that is meant to be ours and every single opportunity that is ours because what when we get there we are going to step up and execute flawlessly welcome to my channel and if you're a returning subscriber, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about money, in particular how to price your services and products. In my business, I have both services such as my speaking, consulting, strategy, and coaching as well as products such as my books and courses that I sell and because of that, there are a lot of price variables that come to play when I'm deciding how to price my products. The worst thing you could possibly do as a service provider is charge too low that you leave money on the table. And another thing that you can do is charge so high that people are not even interested in your products. I have five considerations that I use when deciding how to charge and how to price my products and services. Because to be honest, there are times where I charge $250 for the exact same thing that I've also charged $2,500 for. And And I don't regret either, and it's because when I take into consideration these five strategies that I'm going to be sharing with you, I'm able to justify the cost on both sides. The first thing I want you to consider is the going market rate for your services. There is so much information out there on Google, also on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube as well, where people are sharing with you how much they get paid for the services that they charge. You do not want to come into the market and lose out on money because you didn't do your research and realize that the going rate was way more than what you were offering. I'm a consultant and one of the ways that we calculate our hourly rate is to take the hourly rate of the 9 to 5 version and multiply it by a minimum of 2.5. So, for example, if I'm on a gig and the hourly rate is $50 per hour for someone who's on a salary, who's doing it 9 to 5, who has benefits, I need to charge at a minimum $150 an hour. And knowing this, allows me not to leave money on the table or come in at a price that is so insulting that people aren't even going to want to hire me at that price. And I know sometimes when it comes to pricing, it can seem like going cheaper will allow you to get in the market and will allow people to want to patronize you. But actually the opposite is often true. When you come in too cheap, it's almost like you're lying about what you're doing or you're too good to be true. Because think about it. If you were to go to a restaurant and they say that they serve the highest quality steak, Wagyu beef, and they tell you that they're charging it for $25 and you know that this goes like that same amount goes for upwards of $400, you're going to be suspicious. You're going to be like, "Mm, there's something about this that I really do not trust. And that's the same way it goes in The business and service industry, when you're providing a product that you claim is the top notch, best of the best, and you come in at a price that is extremely cheap, people are not going to trust that you can actually deliver on what you're saying you can. So, making sure that you are at a competitive rate is very important, and the only way to do this is to make sure that you know what the going rate is in the market. The second consideration to make when pricing your products or services is your capacity. What can you actually do? There might be people, as I said, getting paid hundreds and thousands of dollars for the same services you provide, but are you there yet? And if you're not, maybe it makes sense for you to reduce your price a little, knowing that as you continue to grow, you'll be able to increase that price so that you can match the energy of the services that you provide. When you're pricing, it's also important to consider how seriously you take the work that you're doing. If the work that you're doing or the service that you're providing is your sole income, it makes sense to charge at a rate where you can actually make a living off of the work that you're doing. You can't be charging $100 for, let's say, a cake when you know you're making only three cakes a week and this is what you do for a living. It's not possible. And if you're at a place where the price that you're charging is not enough for you to survive on, maybe it's time for you to look at the skills you have and fill that gap. So if you know you wanna charge $700 for a product or a service, and currently your skills are at $200, what is the information that you need to learn to fill that gap? What are the skills you need to learn? What are the experiences that you need to have? So that when you actually charge the price that you need to charge, the price that you know you deserve, nobody's going to argue back with you because you're going to be able to come in and provide services at that level. If you're creative, it can be much easier to fill the gap between the price you want to charge and where you're currently at. So when I decided that I wanted to get into speaking and I wanted to be paid a minimum of four figures to speak. One of the things I realized is that people are gonna say, where have you spoken before? How can you justify to us that it's worth it paying $1,000 plus to have you speak on our stages? And at the time it was in the middle of the pandemic, there were not many speaking opportunities available. So what did I do? I created my own. I have a podcast, as I've told you before, the Tokes Talks podcast. And on there, there are over 160 episodes where I am talking about business relationships and personal development. So when I was pitching myself to speak at events and they asked me my rate and I gave it to them and they weren't sure whether or not they should give me that rate, I had this catalog of that I had already created for free talking about a bunch of different topics in different styles that was able to justify to them the reason why they should pay me the rates that I wanted. If you are a speaker, book out an event space and host a talk there. Get somebody to record you, do it for free, and now you have Proof of you doing the work that you said you want to do, right? So that will allow you to close the gap a lot faster instead of waiting for opportunities to fall on your lap that may not be able to because you're not at the level that you need to be at yet. So if you know what you want to charge and you know that there's certain things that need to be there, you hold the power to fill that gap in whatever way you want. So the third consideration is cause. As I said in the beginning, I have done speaking engagements for 250. $50 and the exact same speaking engagement for $2,500. And I have not regretted either of them. And the reason why is because of the cause. If I am selling my services to a company, for example, that is a nonprofit, and the work that they're doing is something that I'm very passionate about and something that I believe in truly. I am willing to come down on my rate because the cause that I am speaking about is something that I truly enjoy and I believe in. So in those situations, it's more so like a pro bono or like a charity situation, right? Where this is something I believe in. So I'm willing to share my knowledge and my expertise with you all at pretty much nothing because this is something that I would probably do for free and making $250 when you're making four figures for the exact same type of work is essentially free, but the heart of it is priceless. So the fourth consideration is exposure. Or platform there are a lot of situations where people will hit you up and be like hey we don't have a budget but we like what you do and we want to put you on our platform for exposure and I am very weary of these except for in situations where I understand that the exposure or the platform is something that I can use to leverage to make me more money or get me to where I want to go for example if a company like Louis Vuitton were to reach out to me and be like hey Tokes, we see that you're doing personal Development and you talk about how you've been treating yourself and getting yourself to a place of confidence. And we'd like to do a campaign with you where we send you a purse that is worth X, right? $4,000. We're not going to be able to pay you, but this purse is going to be yours once you're done with the campaign. And we will be using this campaign all over our billboards and on our social media outlets. When you think of a situation like that, although they're not giving you physical money, the value of the product that they're giving is probably more than I may have charged for the campaign. And also having a major brand like Louis Vuitton on my roster of people who I've successfully worked with can be leveraged for me to enter into the luxury space That I may have not been able to because there was no proof of concept that I actually know how to work with these companies. So in those types of situations, you have to determine whether or not the money that you're not getting today will be recouped and replaced by the exposure that you're receiving and the platform that you're on. And it's not always the case, right? Like for me, one of the things that right now as I'm starting and I'm still growing that I'm very open to is hair care products, right? I love hair care. I am on a natural hair journey. I am really getting into wigs. If a company were to send me those type of products and it was something that I really enjoyed using, I might just be willing to do it for free because of the fact that it's something that I enjoy. It's Uh, niche that I'm just getting into. I love the products and the platform could potentially be beneficial. So you have to understand what the trade-offs are, right? If it's a company that you don't even believe in, they're sending you something that you don't even care about, and they're just trying to get your market and your audience, and they're leveraging you to get that, and there's nothing that you feel like you're benefiting on the other side, then maybe that's not the right opportunity to take because the exposure and the platform is not mutually beneficial. This is always something that's important to think about because of course money is good. It's important and we can't pay our bills with exposure, but at the same time, certain pieces of exposure, certain lights that people will put on you by virtue of you working with them can pay your bills at the end of the day if you're able to market and use it correctly. The final consideration when deciding how to price your products is the company that you're working with. As I said with the whole concept of the causes that I believe in, if I'm working with a nonprofit that only gets funding through the government and through donations, I might be willing to bring down my price. But if I'm working with a Fortune 500 company that I know is bringing in billions, trillions of dollars every single year, I'm not going to have that same energy. And at the end of the day, that is just wisdom, right? When those type of companies come to you, they are expecting top-notch quality. They are expecting white glove service. And with that comes coin. You should charge for that at a rate where you will feel absolutely comfortable with all the work you're doing. And this kind of goes back to the whole, if you're too cheap, people are not even going to take you seriously. If a Fortune 500 company is coming to you and asking you to provide services, they are expecting it to be at a level where they will not regret. And with that from them comes the expectation that you will charge in a way that They know you're coming on the ball and you're not going to be played around with. They have budgets for this stuff. They have budgets for the services that you provide and it's your responsibility to provide an excellent service to the point where they feel like they are even receiving a discount. This is not the time for you to be humble and be shy and step in like with your baby toe in the water. This is the time to go 10 toes down because they have it and if they're looking at you and think that you have something that they need, they are willing to pay you for that. So when I am dealing, dealing with major companies, Fortune 500 companies, corporations that are top five in their industry, my fee reflects that energy because it needs to. I wanna work with these companies and I want them to take me seriously. And part of people taking you seriously is them paying you good money for your services, right? wagyu steak that's 25 dollars. you're gonna think you're gonna get e coli off of that and it's the same way with these companies when they are working with you and they are expecting quality service from you they are willing to compensate you handsomely for that so these are my top five foolproof considerations when creating prices and giving prices for my business as you can see i didn't give you specific dollar amounts really because your businesses and your services are different from mine so i want you to be able to take these considerations and apply them however they do to your business you do not deserve to leave money on the table we are working too hard we deserve to get every single drop of money every single coin that is meant to be ours and every single opportunity that is ours because what when we get there we are going to step up and execute flawlessly if there's anything that i've missed please let me know in the comments below because The more information on how to make the most coin, the better. Thank you so much, and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye.